Hello and welcome to episode 382 of the Veg Grow Podcast. My name's Richard and I am on a mission to grow as much food as I can in my allotment and garden. Now it is the 1st of February which means it's time for the monthly rundown of the tasks that we can do throughout this month and the seeds that we can do. That'll be coming up in just a moment but firstly what have I been up to over this last week? It is Saturday the 30th of January 2020 today. I'm in my shed. Now yesterday, I'm going to start quickly yesterday, I actually uh, sowed some carrot seeds just to get a bit of a head start into a large pot in the greenhouse, just scattered over some carrot seeds on over the top and then sprinkled over some compost. The idea being these will get an early start. Now they are early carrots, so hopefully we can just get those carrots a little bit earlier than what we would normally expect. And uh, yeah, I've done that for a couple of years. It seems to work reasonably well. Now my plan for today was actually to dismantle my old potting shed. But unfortunately I woke up this morning, it was just absolutely tipping it down I don't think it was worth working outside so instead what I did was in this potting shed now last week you would have heard me say I had emptied my old shed which I had done and pretty much everything is now in this shed but I needed to go through everything tidy things up clean everything away find a space for everything basically get everything organized which is what I've done and uh, it certainly showed just how much crap I held on to I actually did get rid of a few items so that was uh, that was quite good it got a bit more minimalistic and well I'm not minimalistic by a long shot but certainly just reduced a lot of the items that I don't need Now after that I have then placed my potatoes, my seed potatoes that I bought a couple of weeks ago into trays in this shed out of the bags in order to start them chitting. Basically chitting for those that don't know is where potatoes just start putting on some shoots and just start a bit of early growth which I think it's quite important to do actually and the jury's out whether it makes a difference I know that much but I always think it just it doesn't do any harm to get them chitting and also the fact that we've got these potatoes here anyway we might as well just get them started it's not going to do any harm. Now I followed that up with moving some of my onion seedlings out to the greenhouse. A couple of weeks ago I put a tray out there to see how they get on and that tray is done fine. So I've followed that up with the other two trays. I've also put a tarragon pot and a margarine pot in the greenhouse just to sacrifice it, just in case it's not quite good enough to go out there. I think it'll be okay, but we'll keep a close eye on that, of course. And then I have potted up some parsley plants that I had in root trainers. I sowed these back in November, just wanted to get them into something a bit bigger five parsley plants so I'm pretty happy with that I find that they grow quite big and give us plenty of parsley so I'm I'm happy with that and I've also potted up some cabbage plants these are going to be going into the ground pretty soon but just wanted to get them into bigger pots just for the time being so yes that's what I've been up to today quite busy plenty to be done and hopefully the weather's going to get better tomorrow that we can potentially do a bit more outside because that's really where I want to be.
It is Sunday the 31st of January 2020 today. I'm back in my podding shed. Just on my live stream, which went so well, we were chatting about how long we consider it takes for an organic garden to be considered organic. Quite a minefield, if I'm all honest. But um, yeah, a lot of, lot of information to go on in and a lot of conversation going on, which is what it's all about, after all. Now, what have I been up to today? Well, we had better weather today, which meant the shed came down. Taking it down at long last, it's it's now gone. It was a bit bittersweet in some ways. I'm pleased it's gone, but I was before I took it down, I was a bit hesitant as whether or not I really wanted it to go. However, uh, it came down quite easily. It took about two hours to take it down, but as I was uncovering bits on the outer what I discovered on the inner bits the wood had rotted away in places so if I didn't take it down it was going to fall down of its own accord and it was probably just as well it's gone it's 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 taken down that's all I can say now some bits I'm going to be using again but the twin walled polycarbonate that was far too gone it was way way too brittle wrong colour not letting enough light through so that is unfortunately going to have to go down to the tip which I can't say I'm happy about but I have no other option the corrugated iron I'm going to save that to build a bed on the allotment with which that's going to be easy and some of the wood I'm going to be using to build that new beds and the things like that with so I'm going to try and reuse as much of that as I can now after that I came into my podding shed and then I sowed some tea seeds in order to try and grow some tea plants and some tomato seeds. Now this is tomatoes that are destined from the greenhouse. They are a variety called Princip Borg House. They're going out of date this year so I've just sown the whole packet. Uh, I didn't quite realise just how many seeds were in the packet. There was quite a few. They may not come of anything, but if they do, they do. And they'll just go in the greenhouse eventually. But first of all, we've got to get them to grow on. Uh, any excess I can give away or, or try and pass on to others. We'll figure something out for that. I'm not overly worried at this present moment in time. As I said, I've just done my live show, which I, I tell you, it went really well. I'm really pleased with it. But what I came up in conversation next Sunday on the live stream, which goes out 6 p.m. every Sunday on my Facebook page, the Grow Podcast and my YouTube channel. We're going to be doing a seed swap. Now, usually on the first Sunday in February, I would be going to CD Sunday, which is a, an annual event in Brighton. This year it can't go ahead, COVID restrictions, unfortunately. So I just figured, you know what, I'm going to try and do a seed swap. So I will have some seeds that I want to swap. I'll have a blackboard going. And if anybody else has other seeds they want to swap with either myself or some other people out there, then, then come along and join in. It'll be be a lot of fun. That's 6pm on Sunday on our Facebook live show, on our Facebook page and our YouTube page. Well, that is it for today, and I suspect this is going to be it for this week's diary section. So in just a moment, I'm going to be chatting about tasks for February and seeds to sow in February. But before that, I've got to run one of my commercial breaks. A few months ago, I launched the VegGrow Podcast Supporters Club. Each month, I send out a gift pack of a collection of seeds to sow each month along with a newsletter. 
I also produce behind-the-scenes podcasts or videos providing club members with extra content. And we are constantly adding extra features to improve the club. It costs just £5 a month and current members tell me that they have found that the seeds alone are value for money. This also helps me keep the podcast and the website running and more importantly, it helps me encourage and inspire more people to grow their own food. Now, if that sounds like something you are interested in joining, then head over to the vegroundpodcast.co.uk to find out more. But if you want to support the podcast without becoming a member, we also have merchandise available on the website, including mugs and t-shirts. Or leave a review on your podcast service or share this podcast with others. It all goes a long way to help supporting the VegGround podcast. Well, I'm back in the podding shed this evening, and I've got to say, this shed is really coming into its own, as you heard throughout the diary section. It's becoming the hub of my garden, and I'm really, really pleased with it. But I'm in here today because I've brought myself a new propagator. Now, this is a Stuart Garden heated propagator powered by electric. It's a bit bigger than my usual ones, which is why I wanted it, because... I'm at the point now where I'm just trying to make the most of the space that I've got. And now I've got a bit extra space to grow seeds in, I'm going to use it. Now I'm going to set this up in just a moment. But firstly, I want to bring everyone's attention to a new feature I've added to the website, which will play into the podcast. If you head to the vegrowpodcast.co.uk, you can leave a voicemail that can be played into the podcast in the future. Now I'm looking for questions, tips, advice, that sort of thing, just to add more content and more value to this podcast. So if that's something you want to get involved in, just head to the vegrowpodcast.co.uk. You can do it on a laptop or even a smartphone. It will work either way. It will just ask for access to your microphone, record your message under 90 seconds, and then it will email it to me. And that's all we need to do. So please do get involved and be great to hear from you. So my new large heated propagator. Now I use my heated propagators quite a bit at this time of year in order to get my seedlings growing. They really do make a difference in my opinion. So what I'm going to do to set this up, I'm going to plug it in and get it starting to warm up. And then in the base, I'm going to lay some wicking material. Now I've got quite a collection of wicking material. I buy it in a roll and I've had it for a couple of years now. So it's doing well. On top of that, I'll then add some water and then I will allow that to warm up before I move some of my seedlings in here. This propagator is going to be used for the second stage of my propagation system. So what I mean by that, the second stage is when they've germinated, but they're very, very young and that's when they need some light and heat to help them out. So that's what I'm going to be doing while you guys hear about the tasks and seeds that can be sown throughout February. I said in this month's newsletter that I often feel like February is the calm before the storm. And I mean that with great affection. Because once we hit March, we also hit spring. And that's when our seeds sowing or our weeding tasks really take off. This means that I often find that February is an ideal month to finish off those big infrastructure tasks. Such as building beds or paths, both on the allotment or at home. Now, I know that in my case, I certainly need to get these done this month, especially beds where potatoes 
are planned to grow because they will need planting out in the middle of next month. It is also the chance to finish off any pruning of our fruit trees or bushes. Now I always find this easier to do when the trees or bushes are dormant and have no leaf growth. However, do not prune any stone fruit trees such as peaches or nectarines. These are very susceptible to certain diseases when pruned throughout the winter months. Now talking of peaches and nectarines, it's possible we can start to see flower buds on these trees start to emerge this month. As these flower buds are pretty delicate yet essential for producing fruits, we might well need to protect these from cold weather with things such as a fleece or a cloche. Now I move my peach tree into my greenhouse over winter and I have found this to be really successful for protecting the fruit buds from cold weather but also for preventing peach leaf cull which is a really nasty disease that these trees can catch. If you have autumn fruited raspberry canes, then this is the month to cut all the canes down to just a couple of inches above the ground. Now, I know that that's not an easy thing to do psychologically, but it will mean that you will produce better raspberries in autumn. Now, this month, we are also going to want to mulch our perennial beds, such as asparagus or artichokes, as well as mulching our fruit trees and bushes with real rotted manure or compost. That way, we can add organic matter and fertility to the soil, and that will also make our plants, our trees, our bushes much more productive. It's also time to start chitting any potatoes if you have got them already. If you haven't got them, run to a garden centre, order online, they are pretty much available quite regularly. Chitting potatoes gives the potatoes an early start at growing and I have found that they like to be somewhere cool and dry but with plenty of light to provide good strong chits. Currently my potatoes are chitting in the shed but they will move to this greenhouse soon. Talking of greenhouses, as we are going to be using our greenhouses quite heavily next month, it's a good time to tidy and clean our greenhouses to make the best use of them. I like to wash down the windows with rainwater to allow more light in, and I like to give everywhere on the inside a really good scrub. Again, just using rainwater. I don't add anything else but rainwater. This helps allow more light in, removes any algae, removes any of the old cobwebs, and anywhere that pests and diseases might be hanging around. Now I also like while I'm in here to add a bit more compost to the beds again just adding a mulch of compost and get them ready for spring. If you have any strawberries in pots then it might be worth bringing a few pots into your greenhouse or placing a cloche over them in order to get an early crop of strawberries. I always say that the first strawberries are always the best but why not bring that forward a couple of weeks by just forcing these strawberries to produce a little bit earlier. Now if you have rhubarb plants you might want to force some rhubarb to provide an early crop but of some much sweeter rhubarb stalks. Simply place a rhubarb forcer or an upturned bin over your rhubarb now and this should produce a much earlier thinner pinker rhubarb stalk. Now do remember that when we do this the rhubarb it uses a lot of its energy up and that plant will need at least a year to recover before you can start harvesting from it again. Just bear that in mind. 
If you have any brassicas growing outside, make sure they are covered to prevent hungry birds from nibbling at your brassicas. Birds are on the lookout at the moment for anything that can eat, and something as easy as an unprotected cabbage is just what they're looking for. Add it to that, if you have a bed that you plan to grow brassicas in next month, add some lime to the bed just to adjust the pH, and it will make for some much better cabbages or cauliflowers, anything like that. Now finally, prepare for seed sowing. Make sure you have enough pots and compost ready to get seed sown. If you use propagators, make sure they are clean and that they work. Or if you use a seed bed outside, make sure to rake the soil to a fine tilth. Now what seeds can we sow in February? In many cases, it might still just be a little bit too cold to sow most plants outside. We've also got to worry about providing plenty of light because quite often the plants can survive the cooler weather but they need the light. But if you have a greenhouse cloche then this will make seed sowing this month a lot more successful. Now there are some varieties of lettuce that we can sow this month which in our case out here it helps provide us with fresh salads all year round. Chilies, sweet peppers and aubergines, they all like a really long growing season, but they do need to be started off with some heat at this time of year. Start them off indoors or in heated propagators just to get them started. We can also start sowing tomatoes and cucumbers that are going to permanently live in a greenhouse this month too. Again, they will need somewhere warm to start, so indoors or heated propagators. Now under cover, such as in a greenhouse or under cloches, we can start to sow asparagus pea, celeriac, early celery, onions and earlier brassicas such as summer cabbage and cauliflowers. As always, we can grow lots of different herbs too, such as basil and a windowsill. But the herb I'm sowing this month is Welsh onion and that I'm going to be treating like a herb. Now, if you have any tasks or seeds that you'll be tackling this month that I haven't mentioned, then please let me know and we'll share that about. Well, that has got my heated propagator now set up. I'm going to leave it overnight to warm up and make sure that the water is warm before I pot any of my seedlings into there. Now, the older propagators will still be used. They won't get thrown away. They're going to be used for later stages when the, the seedlings are a bit more tougher and a bit able to withstand a bit of a heat so that is it for today i'm going to get out this shed thank you so much for joining me everyone i hope it's been of some use to you if you want to add anything to this podcast then don't forget you can leave a voicemail at the website or leave a comment on the website at the vegetgrowpodcast.co.uk or you can email me richard at the vegetgrowpodcast.co.uk and of course, don't forget you can find me on social media to search for the VegGrow podcast. Right, until next time, please take care. <laughs> <laughs>